Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everybody on LinkedIn, on YouTube, and on Facebook Live. Hi, good morning. My name is Adrian, and I'm the CEO and founder of Career Agility International. And as always, we have Yen, our executive director and co-founder. Yen, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Happy Friday. I'm so happy, happy it's a Friday. Friday. Seriously, very happy yeah. it's a Friday. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's, that's our uh, ritual. That's our uh, ritualistic greeting. Every Friday morning, it's like, yeah, it's Friday because we want to celebrate that we all survived a very tough week. And the weekend is here. Celebrate? And, you know, no, I'm just looking forward to the weekend. <laughs> cheers. And that's cheers. Yeah. Uh, remember, always remember, keep calm and career on. Okay. So, this is the. <laughs> This is this is the, our every Friday morning we run a LinkedIn live as well as uh, we are broadcast live on Facebook and on YouTube as well. So hi everyone on our YouTube channel. Uh, we run this LinkedIn live show uh, talking about career matters that matter to your career, and we always have a lot of interesting questions that uh, come in um, when during the show, after the show, uh, during our coaching sessions. So we thought it would be interesting for us to have this week. And Adrian, you muted. You accidentally muted yourself. I muted myself. Goodness, I think I'm just telling myself. I think to shut you're up. probably cringing, probably cringing from the the tagline. I think we need a better tagline. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll, dream of, I'll ask ChatGPT to come up with a better tag. Career matters that matter to you. you got to make it sound really sexy. Career matters that matter to your career. Okay, obviously a voiceover. That doesn't jobs. sound right. That sounds uh, no, no. Okay, no, we'll no, ask no, no. Chat GPT. But you're right. Come up with a good one. We have we have lots and lots of clients who come to us with all sorts of career issues. Some of which we have asked Chat GPT. The thing is, this Chat GPT tends to give very high level, kind of superficial answers. Like, how do I get along with my boss? And then you get five ways of trying to communicate better. But it, it doesn't quite, I, I guess it doesn't hit the sweet spot if it doesn't um, impact your current uh, situation <laughs> yeah. or your context. Uh, so that's that's what led us to today. What are we yeah, doing today, Adrian? Today. So today we're going to do an episode on Ask Us, Every Ask Us Anything ask us everything because the experts are here and for those of you who just joined us and who may not be familiar with career agility international uh, we have been around since 2017 and collectively uh, yen and i who are the co-founders we have more than four over decades of headhunting recruitment and career coaching experience and what we do is we help our clients like yourself to achieve career success through career clarity and when we say career clarity what we mean is knowing what you want knowing how to get it and being happy and the whole process if you saw my expression as well as i was doing some mental sounds when adrian says four decades i was going like really <laughs> <laughs> like counting in my head yes. have we oh, hit five i think we've hit five decades my friend oh, probably oh, shucks, I, I think so oh, okay. i think so i think so right we have to so. we have so. to change our tagline again it's like five, five decades, decades. Of makes us sound very old very very old <laughs> but but we but you know, it, it's uh, it's all about uh, having been there, having done that. You know, we've both, both been in uh, corporate jobs. You know, we've both run our own businesses. Uh, we've all, both done the portfolio career thing. You know, we've both done uh, the very extensive career coaching. So we are here to share our knowledge and our experiences with you. And if you have any questions right now, uh, feel free to drop it, drop a question into the chat box. But if you uh, want to have a bit more privacy, you can WhatsApp us at 8838-0557. Just WhatsApp your 
burning career questions to 8838 How do I make more money? <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know that answer. I know that answer. Sell a kidney. <laughs> sell a kidney. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you only have one of those to sell, so and then after that, a cornea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's 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 one of the biggest questions we always have. Uh, how how do I make more yeah. money? And and the other question we always ask uh, in return is, you know, how much pain are you willing to take to get the extra money? You see, so. Uh, there are so many things you can do to get more money uh, inside your job, outside your job, as a side gig. Uh, if you have any specific questions, just feel free to ask us. Uh, we have a we have some questions uh, which we have asked uh, our alumni, and they have given us some questions already. So I'm going to start off with this question, Yen. Very, very okay. uh, basic Let's question, go. but it's very common now. Because the headhunters uh, are all out in the market. Yeah, you need coffee for this answer. Okay. Oh, the first question is this. Two headhunters have approached me for the same role. Okay, same company, same position. What do I do? Do I entertain the first one who came to me first or do I entertain the second one who seems to know a bit more information about the role? Uh, or why do two headhunters, why are two headhunters calling me for the same job anyway, you know? So what, what's your take? I mean, you've yeah, done don't this. They have, don't they have better things to do? Um, that there's there's so much to unravel here uh but my quick answer is uh, well okay all things being equal you should absolutely go with the headhunter that approached you first on the assumption that headhunter number one is competent and has and is able to get you the interview so if headhunter one is unable to um convert the opportunity into an actual interview, interviewing with the hiring manager, then if Headhunter 2 number, number two comes along and it's been three weeks and he says, uh, hey, there's an opportunity, blah, 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 let the Headhunter know that you have already been presented by someone else um, mm -hmm. and see what their response is. And if they can manage to wrangle you in an interview, your loyalty is... I know this sounds so contentious, but your loyalty is to yourself. So yeah. you ultimately want to have a chance to meet with the hiring manager. So go with whichever one gets you the hiring manager. Don't shoot me. It's just the way the cookie crumbles. There are a lot of other issues in between. Please come talk to me if this happens to you. I've had clients who had three recruiters reach out to her for the same role over a period of two months. And you wonder mm, what's and happening. Yeah, what 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 does what is that usually an indicator of uh, with regards to the role, the company that's hiring? I mean, you've got three headhunters calling you up one after the other. Yeah, yeah, what it's an indication mean? that your skill, your skill, your profile, your brand is on point. That's a good indication. So you want to take that as a mm -hmm. as a pat on the back that you have something of value to said organization. And then just let sleeping dogs lie. Or you can go and find out from people in the know, people in the network, and to find out what's really going on. Maybe the organization is restructuring. Maybe they know of you, but they're waiting to settle something first. Who knows? So internally, there's some stuff happening. Your job is to go find out what's happening. 
Good advice. Just to share a very interesting personal story of mine. Uh, when I was in hunting, I used to I encountered this uh, individual once, and I was retained for a search. Okay, uh, retained search mm. means the company pays you uh, the fee up front for you to conduct the search. It's exclusively yours. Okay, so what happened is that I approached this candidate who was a really good candidate, and I was talking to him. And then uh, three days later, he got a call, and he called me up. He said, "Hey, another recruiter called me up for this same role, this same position." What's happening? And I was very uh, curious as well. So I, I asked him, why don't you go and ask the other person what's happening, you know? So it turns out uh, that other recruiter was just trying his luck. He heard that that role was open. He wanted to get one candidate to fling the CV over to my client, you know, hope that, you know, hey, this is a better candidate. Why not you take this guy? And he was trying to... Cut you off. Cut in. He was trying to, <laughs> yeah. to weasel his way into the deal. But, you know, once, once you pay a retainer, okay, that's it. It's not. It's not gonna happen. So, so for him, his position was interesting because he said, "You know, Adrian, if I didn't know know you and I didn't trust you well enough, I'll be totally confused. I would have played you two guys off each other." And and I'll say, if you had done that, you would have pissed both of us off, you know. And then, yeah. and and it has happened to me before, where where a, a client tells me, "Oh, this one was presented to me. Uh, this one, this guy came directly to else. me." So, so there's so many variables involved and if you are in such a situation where two or more headhunters are approaching you uh, come talk to us because there's a lot to untangle unravel. and a lot yeah, unravel. It's, it's, it gets complicated and you know the worst thing again if the sometimes and i don't know if it's happened to you before okay we've had i've seen two headhunters or recruiters fighting over one candidate with the client because finally the yep. client the candidate is placed and then Recruiter A says he's they my candidate. They both send invoices. <laughs> my candidate. <laughs> Has it happened to you before? No, but um, if you, you are in a, as 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 an individual and you are the one, <clears throat> you are the one being employed. Uh, mm -hmm. Once the offer comes, stay out of the battle between the recruiters. That's got nothing to do with you. Good so advice. as a job seeker, you are the empl employee. You landed the role. Uh, your loyalty is to your direct superior let the company and the hr of the company settle it uh, but you made a good point adrian so i think the other advice is for the individuals our listeners to ask the headhunters have is is this the retained search for you because if it's retained then there's exclusivity otherwise it's just contingent and if it's contingent then it's for every man for himself but i will tell you a story adrian um yeah. a long time ago i presented oh, three candidates ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I presented three candidates to to the to the employer, mm. and uh, one of the candidates came back to me and said another headhunter approached him for the role and got mm -hmm. him the interview. So the oh, wow. hiring leader did not come back to me. I presented the the candidates, but the hiring manager did not circle back to me to say, "Okay, I want to meet this candidate. Oh, wow. Can you okay. arrange it?" He went okay. to another recruiter. And told that recruiter to hijack, hijack my candidate. Okay. Uh, or I would use that word. I would use that word, hijack. Anyway, okay. um, I found out from the individual, and I was quite annoyed with him. But I realized that it's not his fault because he's motivated to land the job, isn't it? Yeah. He, he wants to get the job, and so yeah. he said, "I'm so sorry, but I've got to go with the other with the other recruiter." Uh, he eventually landed the job, uh, of course, and then I found out from sources that the recruiter that hijacked my candidate was the hiring leader's wife. <laughs> oh, the plot thickens. 
That's a conflict of interest. Sorry, it's a conflict. Of, if I found out, yes. I would have, I would have called HR and said, "Look, there's a there's, there's not a lot not, you can do. No, there's ethical problem. You, you cannot, can you cannot get unless the unless the headhunter is smart enough to. Okay, anyway, I would, I would have been. There, a, there was and, there's so much more to that story that I cannot share in public. <laughs> Just okay, saying that tell me that was later, that was. Okay. That was what happened. So uh, I was I was so angry. I wrote um, I wrote some nasty comments into um, the company, our internal organizations, um, uh, you know, internal system, the CRM system to red flag red flag the account, so that no other recruiters will work with them. Well, internally yeah. from my organization anyway. So that's that's all I could do. Um, I couldn't exactly red flag the candidate because the candidate was forced to make a choice yeah. of course i was annoyed but i had to process it and you know it is yeah. what it is <laughs> so that was not fun that was not fun that's that's terrible but uh, i i would have i would have blown the whistle because it was an ethical issue if your hiring manager uh's wife is the recruiter and, and she puts a name in and uh oh, well you know it could have be, could have gotten ugly and then anyway. and then they can they can do all sorts of things right they can hide it under a different organization name and then they can put the name a different consultant, consultant uh, name, yeah. as the as the as the point of contact so there are so many things you can do and yeah. we've heard many of these such stories i mean it didn't happen to me directly but i've got a lot of candidates or, or, or people that i'm coaching who tell me yeah. that the the headhunters friend is the hiring leader so there's some nepotism there's some friendship there's some connection <laughs> so guys the long and short of it the long and short of it listeners out there networking works networking works networking yes works. networking works that's 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 the the long and the short and all of it so uh, yes. that's one thing to note but you know uh, the, the other question i we always get is this um should I be considering a new career path at this stage in my career? And this this question came from a forty-eight-year-old guy, okay, who is in the banking sector, and he's been doing the same technology stuff uh, for the longest time, and and he's wondering, uh, should I pivot up? Should I try something new or different? So, what are your thoughts? Should I be considering a new career path at this late stage of my career at at the right old age of forty-eight? <laughs> Uh, I think yes, uh, absolutely. The answer should always be yes, and then you figure it out along the way. The question is this: the word here is considering, not jumping in wholesale into the deep end uh, or throwing a tantrum, which we've heard. <laughs> it's like this is, this is it. I am, I am throwing in my letter, uh, and and then and then having a little bit of a hissy fit, and then I'm walking out of the company. And that we've heard a lot of these stories on BuzzFeed, on Reddit, people who rage quit for whatever rage reasons because yeah. they're so triggered. Um, so I'm going to take a different path. And there's so many angles that we can mm -hmm. handle this conversation or this question, right? So the first angle is this, and it's my favorite topic, uh, is what are you going to do for the rest of your life? So if you foresee a new and more meaningful path, and I'm not using the word career, path mm -hmm. you can incubate that idea and potentially be something you can do once you stop running the rat race mm -hmm. what's wrong whenever that? there I might be gonna be whenever great. there might be Answer. at 50 yeah at 55, it could be 50 45 it could be 82 <laughs> i don't know yeah. Yeah. should i be considering something new always always you if you don't explore 
I think you're gonna find yourself clipped, you know, at the wings. You're gonna find yourself unhappy. You're gonna find yourself calcified. But that's just my my take on um, for downshifting strategies or incubating yeah. new ideas um, so that you can have multiple income streams. No, I don't think anyone's ever too old to do something different. Okay. Unless, like I said on my radio show the last two weeks back, if you're 50 years old, 51 years old like me and want to be a pilot, commercial pilot, then maybe not because my eyes are all crusty already. So apart from a physical... <laughs> astronaut. I want to be an astronaut. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. once, I, once I cross the, the 2G mark, I'll pass out already, let alone 9G. Right? <laughs> you, like, you can't, like, you can't like even run 2.4 anymore. <laughs> 2.4 meters can. 2.4 meters no. <laughs> Unless unless there's a yeah. there's a down, downhill race, then I don't mind taking part in that. Two point four kilometers <laughs> downhill, I can I can run that. Okay, but uh, but but if you seriously want to consider something that's reasonable and and different, uh, exciting yet scary, why not? You know, and 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 I know this guy at fifty five, he decided that he wanted to go fly a plane. And he took up as a private pilot's license, but not as a commercial pilot, just as a self-actualization thing. So once again, it's not about your career, like what Yen said. It's about being able to try new experiences. And you never know, you might actually like it to the point where it becomes something that you can be passionate about and therefore you know, start a business in it. You, you never know until you try. Yeah, I mean, the, the one of the things that I would like our listeners to always try to do is to figure out if an activity can be monetized. And if it can, then can you scale it? And if you can scale it, then is it going to be viable? And then you can decide, you know, after straddling two boats for a while, whether or not you want to jump into both legs into the other boat or stay in the same mm. boat. Um, so there, there's a lot to unravel as well. I mean, there are all, all sorts of questions I would be asking this client. What's your financial situation? Does your spouse work? Do you have family issues or do you have family mm. support for your new career path? I mean, if you want to go off and become a yoga teacher, but you're as stiff as a, as a surfboard um, and, and it, you know, it, it might require... It might require time. a lead time of at least two years, right? And a lot of painkillers. In, yeah. <laughs> in the meantime, <laughs> your spouse has to be the sole breadwinner for a while. So then the question becomes, is it viable? And then we can always unravel. So, so my I think question this for is you, something that, yeah? No, so, so my question for you yes. is this. Uh, you're into painting as we saw earlier uh, offline. Uh, like the painting in the background uh, above you, you know, that that's yours. Uh, you, want, you want to show our listeners uh, what you've done? With that painting of yours up there, yeah, so that, was, that was that was quite easy. That was that was done, now, and she calls it easy. You know, it's like, uh, oh, I think she broke something. <laughs> no, uh, for those uh, those of you listening into uh, our podcast, okay, uh, Yen just showed a picture of a painting of branches in starlight or something. I can't tell <laughs> just, what it really is. No, it's, but it's just beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's okay? just uh, colors, a bunch of colors on a. On some canvas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You just described every painting ever in the world. Okay. Uh, exactly. So, so you know, when are you gonna go full time and uh, monetize that? Mm, never. <laughs> I I enjoy the therapy of it, um, and perhaps once uh, I have a certain size of collection, I might. I don't know. I I don't Very know natural. for now where natural. to find buyers. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, again, it's not it's not something I plan to do. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll see. 
But you'll see, it's interesting. Am so, I going to uh, monetize it? Probably not. But I have monetized my baking. Oh yeah, okay. I have taught bake. I have taught. I have taught baking classes. Uh, cake yeah. decorating, actually, three D cakes. Cool. Um, should, yeah, that was fun. You should do one. Uh, baking with Auntie Yen uh, and teach young little kids. I think that'd be fun. And uh, no. let them make a mess. <laughs> make a mess in your home. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, this one is quite interesting. This question that uh, just came in: uh, Am I being compensated fairly for my skills, experience, and contribution to the company? And this is a question which we get very regularly, very often, uh, because yeah. some people feel underappreciated, some people feel underpaid. And in the US, uh, there's a law in California which is called the Salary Transparency Law, something like that, where you're not supposed to be talking to your colleagues about salaries. In fact, some companies in their employment contracts. Stipulate very clearly that you cannot talk salary to your colleagues. But when you talk and you find out that what you mean you're being paid more than me, it's like I'm, I'm doing more work than you, and I've been in this company longer than you. So there's a feeling of dissonance of inequity sometimes when you find out. And so how do I know if I'm being compensated fairly for my skills and uh, to the company? Uh, my my answer is always um, go find out. And then the question is how, and I want to use the definition of what market rate is. So um, I'm, I'm going to toss it back to the individual and go, do you know your market rate? And then their answer is Glassdoor says, <laughs> or there's this <laughs> the salary, um, survey, salary survey for 2023 indicates, and then there are multiple versions and there are different, different surveys. Um, so back to market rate, if you go online, and you look for the information, you're going to get very large ranges. So a project manager can make anything from 100,000 a year to 400,000 a year, depending on the severity, yeah. the, the scale, and, the, and the it scope. Depends, and it depends on the industry <laughs> the technology. as well. You know? if someone is there's so many variables. Yeah, if you're in plastic manufacturing versus diamond cutting or whatever <laughs> it is, you know, it's like... It's very right. different, right? So, if you're a fry chef at McDonald's versus somewhere in Wuken Parks, you know, even if the so there's so many variables, you're right, isn't it? I'm, I'm still using the project manager for now because the project manager in tech is still very, very broad. The spectrum is huge, right? Uh, someone with five years' experience versus someone with 10, but salary surveys may not necessarily um, show yeah. those no. distinctions. Um, so tossing it back to the individual to go get price points. So when you collect sufficient price points and you plot a curve, I know it sounds like a get, math how question. Get, how, do get, how do you get price points? I mean, how? Well, you go ask a random. You can uh, ask. You can ask your headhunters. Headhunters okay. have a use after all. They're not just fighting over you. Ask the headhunter <laughs> what the budgets are. Um, ask the headhunter what they think. Um, attend several interviews and find out whether or not um, the budgets are within that ballpark figure and you start plotting the curve don't just do secondary research which is fine go online go online going online doesn't give you um exact information it gives you very broad very public domain stuff online doesn't get them into trouble right uh, and it's not specific enough and then you go talk to your compatriots talk to your ex-bosses talk to people and then when you collect all the market the the last transactions <laughs> the last 20 transactions over the last three months, for instance, that would give you 
an, an idea of what your market rate is. And I yeah. hope that helps. Correct. And also, you know, I think that um, my thoughts about this question is not just the input, but also the output. Because uh, is your market, is, are you being compensated fairly? Uh, you may feel you're not being paid enough. Okay, but sometimes in the biggest thing of things, you may not be doing something as heavy, heavy, heavy lifting as someone else in, in another company. So uh, it, it's all about the fairness. A lot of times it's, it's perception, whether or not you feel it's being, oh, yes. you know, being fairly paid, right? So, so if you're in a role that has been downshifted, for instance, uh, or, or downgraded, or maybe if, if it's been upgraded and suddenly you're being paid this amount to do that much. So everything is relative. You need to see the big picture. It is and absolutely what we always relative. Say, there's too many variables uh, that, that honestly is overwhelming. Okay. Our recommendation can I, is can I add, this way. Go, <laughs> go. To us. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Can I also exactly. add that, yes. that um, uh, sometimes individuals make decisions not because of the money. Of course, they're going to ask, is it fair? But what does fair mean to you? It's kind of like, I need a better job, but what does better mean to you? So if you have fallen in love, for example, with a specific company's product and its existence, I mean, I'm thinking early Facebook, for instance, you're thinking, wow, this is great. You know, when in its, in its infancy, Facebook was not able to pay its people well. In fact, I think they, there was a story about the guy who painted the mural and mm -hmm. was uh, compensated with shares instead of yeah. um, cash so yeah. there are things like that so if you break down what constitutes compensation <laughs> and if you value for example experience you value training you value visibility or you value recognition autonomy, or the adventure of it then yeah you know so 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 maybe it's not quite about the money mm. so it's everything's all there so you know uh, if you need some perspective come talk to us we'll, we'll give you a perspective and honestly if you're being underpaid we'll tell you hey hey you're underpaid let's move out and, and yes. one of the saddest things is the, the saddest people who are underpaid a lot of times are the loyal stayers the loyal stayers Those the loyal stayers years, yes loyal stayers loyalty doesn't pay okay not anymore so uh and that, that's the saddest thing once once but we're not asking you to quit your job <laughs> no, no, come, come talk to us. <laughs> and 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 that is is that fine line, right? I think this is almost like let's let's segue into that into the question that maybe isn't coming up, but I'd like to know. Um, to I'm gonna put this to you because I have been asked this question mm. many times. How long should I stay in my job? As long as you're still feeling the love, you stay. No, uh, I think there are many reasons why you should leave. There are many reasons why you should stay and you leave for the right reasons you stay for the right reasons but how long should i stay in a job let's say that i would say uh safely on a cv from a cv perspective one and a half to two years minimally you should stay in a job okay but if you if you for whatever reasons okay if you see there's a retrenchment coming up or you see the company's been losing money for past four quarters or everyone else has been retrenched except you okay uh then maybe it's time for you to leave even if it's not up to that one and a half or two years yet. So there are very there are a lot of variables. One of the things where I also say if you're uh, when do you leave is when you're losing your health, your mental wellness, your uh, not your sleep, and it's affecting your health and affecting the people around you. I think it's time to leave, even if you have nothing in hand. What do you think? Yes? That's an interesting answer. That's an interesting answer to my question because my question was how long should I stay. 
And your answer was when you should leave. When do I leave? Which <laughs> is very thing? interesting. The glass is half full on my side, friend. Okay, so so I'm thinking if take on taking on what you just um, said, uh, one and a half to two years minimally depends on whether or not you have had similar short stints in your past. So your resume mm. cannot be one and a half years, two years for the last five jobs. Then it's a problem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's also a problem if you had 25 years in one job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in one job, in one company, it, doing the same thing. Or if you had three jobs in 25 years with the same organization, that could potentially be very difficult as well. So yeah. it, it's important that you look at the larger picture um, and, and start thinking about what kind of narrative or what kind of story you're projecting to the universe when it comes to your motivations. Because people want to know, so what made you stay? Why didn't you want to leave? Oh, did you grow? He didn't grow. So why are you staying? You know, um, mm -hmm. Things can get quite challenging if you have to answer, but we have the answers to everything. So come talk to us if you need help. Um, <laughs> we have the answers to everything. We are the all-knowing. We do. <laughs> we do. Um, oh, I mean, what, there are situations that become quite difficult. What, but... Answer me, since you have the answer for everything, what's next week's so winning lottery I numbers? Do. <laughs> one, one, two, three, four. <laughs> and then if it's guys. a seven-digit thing, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And if it comes, my out answer to that, order, Adrian. My answer to that, Adrian, is um, do not buy um, lottery. Agreed. I have never bought a lottery ticket ever, uh, because. The chances of winning the first prize in a lottery is almost as random as you picking up a lottery ticket on the floor and winning first prize in a lottery. <laughs> it's I mean, like there's so the the, the 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 statistics are not in your favor. So that's my answer. Oh, trust me, trust me. Uh, I I have the same policy when buying uh, uh, stocks and shares as well. I always lose money, so no point asking me what stocks to buy. <laughs> I, I, I think I, I think I think the pundits will tell you you haven't done enough research. <laughs> Oh yeah, right. Uh, I should have listened to my son and bought Bitcoin when it was one thousand dollars. Right. <laughs> no. yeah. yeah, and then sell out. Sell What's out our next question, lost. Adrian? Uh, okay. The next question is something which is uh, come up very recently. So my, <gasps> wow. My boss has asked me to rewrite or dumb down my LinkedIn profile. Must I comply? And now I'll give you some context to this. Okay. So, so the the the, the boss saw. Uh, this individual's LinkedIn profile and it was very professionally done. It was really nice. It highlighted lots of nothing sensitive, no sensitive market info on it. The boss called him up and said, look, uh, you need to dumb it down. Okay, you need to water it down. Did he, uh, wait, look. pause. Did he, did he use the word dumb down or is this you rephrasing? Because uh, I cannot imagine the, anyone saying the words dumb down. It was, it was the client, not client, it was this individual telling me that he felt that it was to, 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 to tone it down and dumb right. it down and take out a lot of information. Uh, basically, what he wanted was, what the boss wanted to do is, number one, uh, put the company issued picture on the top, okay? Not his, not his nice fancy picture which he, which he bought from uh, stock photo. And uh, nothing else in there except just a job title and three, three lines. Basically, the, the boss wanted to dictate what he wanted to write because he said it's an HR policy that you cannot put in anything else in there. 
and the big question is why would the boss be doing it and the other second question is does the boss have a right to and the third question is do i have to comply yeah what are your thoughts why would the boss be doing it would um, be doing i would it? definitely I, I i don't think it's the boss i i highly doubt that the boss would be so petty but if your boss is this petty then um you have uh inform you have data to to make some decisions in the near future if your boss is to be that 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 level of pettiness Maybe the boss is afraid you get poached. That's why he's telling you to dumb it down. Then my question is to, again, it's a, it's it, it still comes down to pettiness, uh, fear. And again, if, if my boss is going to be of this ilk, <laughs> I need to make some decisions <laughs> for myself, right? For my own betterment, isn't it? Because if my boss is going to be a blocker, um, mm -hmm. why would I want to work with this man, right? Or, or lady. So then if it's not the boss, then if it's a corporate policy, and again, it's a, a, a it's a, some information for me to make some decisions moving forward. Do I have sustainable um, relationship with this organization? Because some organizations have a fear of social media and whether or not they have a moral right, sometimes mm -hmm. they do, because some organizations work in very, very highly secure environments. Some organizations don't. Uh, the bulk of them don't. So they have no right over your own, your LinkedIn, because your LinkedIn is yours. It's your social media. It's your personal and professional yeah. brand. And if you want to use your LinkedIn, again, I repeat, it's yours, your to LinkedIn. promote your organization's brand by putting the, 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 the banner or to describe the work you do, which, by the way, benefits the brand of the organization, um, that's entirely up to you. So it's your choice, I feel, because I think you need to draw a line somewhere to what belongs to the organization and what belongs to me. Okay. So, so I'm going to be, I'm going to be contentious is, here. No. no, I'm going to be contentious here, okay? But what if the boss says, but I'm already paying for your LinkedIn premium subscription. Then I would if the company sponsored be one, happy so, to no. decline. I would decline the premium subscription because my, my social media is mine. I think I would hold fast to that. Yeah, yeah. But unless it, of course premium is required if it's required so then this becomes a very subtle like passive aggressive type thing look this is a decision um the organization you know let's forget about the linkedin for now but in any situation where your leaders might come to you and say look you have to take this project and you know that the project is a poison chalice everyone who's touched that project dies <laughs> of professional death <laughs> so you're thinking no i don't want to take that project but the company is saying look you have to take this project or you will not have a job. Mm -hmm. So you're being forced into a corner. So this is very similar, like in, in terms of a context, right? Like, look, you have to do this to your LinkedIn or your future with us is going to be a very short-lived one. It's kind of unspoken, but there is that. So if the uh, if the organization and the people around you are posturing, then you've got to make some decisions and you've got to be very yeah. agile, you know? And then it's yeah. coming back to what we have it been espousing to... all this time. Yeah. You know, how are you going to avoid the train wreck what are you doing to ensure that you have a backup plan and a backup to the backup? Yeah, and which leads us to question three: uh, Should you comply? And uh, my answer no. to that is, it's is it a heal your okay? If you say no and they don't do anything, it's fine, you know. They they is it is it a heal you're willing just, to die on? Yeah, is it the heal you're willing to die on? You know, if it's been, no, I want to do it, and the boss says no, you have to do it. He ropes in HR, HR comes in, and then you. So the question is, is it a hill you're willing to die on? Is it a hill you're willing to resign on? Okay. 
if I mean, it if, it's, is, if it's sometimes, if your LinkedIn <laughs> is not important to you and you need to comply, then just do what you need to do. Uh, but there are organizations that prevent their executives from, say, going on radio or being interviewed. Uh, you, you are handcuffed when it comes to managing or answering journalist questions, for instance. This is very similar. So if the organization, for whatever reason, and you agree, then by all means, please comply. But if you don't, then you have to make some decisions on whether or not, yeah, like you said, is this a and, hill I want to die on? Maybe I don't. And and my my fourth point is this. If it is a hill you're willing to die on, then I will tell you, as a matter of fact, your LinkedIn profile is not the problem. You have a bigger problem with the organization. Yes. This is symptomatic. Yes. If you're willing to quit yes. over a LinkedIn profile with your... Means there's really something wrong with the organization and you. Okay, which which you know what I mean, right? And you agree? Yes, this is like symptoms. If you're sniffling yes. and you have a runny nose, what's the source? What's the agenda yes. here? What's happening? What am I not yes. seeing? Right. Yes. Um, and if you keep asking why and you keep going back to them and go why? And, and again, they are pushing back hard understand. on you. And and you are pushing then, hard back hard on them. Something is not right. Somewhere so, something else is going on. Something else is going on. It's kind of like we're fighting yeah. over a, a territory that actually doesn't mean anything to us. Yeah. Something remember, else is I remember happening. In, <laughs> I, remember in, in, I remember when I was in university once, uh, we had uh, one of our, one of our, because we were both in the same uni, we were both classmates in uni in NUS. There was this couple, lovey dovey couple which we knew and they broke up over an argument over a suite. And and they were saying it, it's been festering saying, oh, for a while. Oh, I remember it's so petty, but it's not about the sweet. It's something else. It's one of everything it's not, else. It's, but it's, the sweet. The sweet is just the trigger. Everything right? else that that um, accumulated like a like volcanic <laughs> volcanic lava <clears throat> pressure. Yeah, and then yeah, it blows up. You know, yeah, it's something. So if, if something it, is it wrong, doesn't take much again, to light the flint. Yeah, come come talk to us. Come talk to us. Okay. Uh, once again, come talk to us because there's a lot of things going in the background. That you might need a uh, 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 neutral third party to sit down and uncover for you what's actually going on and how you can fix it. So, or to I, give I mean, you some uh, actions so that you can go find out how, or you can go find mm, out what's going on, figure yeah. out how to go find out. Yeah. Figure out, find out how to find out how. <laughs> now. <laughs> okay, it's a Friday. Grandma's gone out the window. For those of you who just joined us, my name is Adrian and together with Yen, my co-founder, we are Career Agility International and we are here to help you solve your career challenges so that you can achieve career success and lead a happy, balanced, meaningful uh, existence in life. I like like that tagline. I like that tagline. Can we please write that down? Can we please write that down? Career Agility International. Um, something about answering your career issues so that you can have a better career so that you can focus on the more important things because work works work is not work fun. Is work. work is work is work, yeah. It's why it's called like work. If, you had to make, <laughs> if, if I had to paint for work, I don't think I would enjoy it as much. Yeah. Uh, it's work. Work is called work because it's work. It's hard work. It's not fun. So, uh, too much of next question. And, 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 and you're right. No, too much fun is becomes work. Uh, too much. Okay. Anyway, next question. My boss keeps sending me messages after work hours and on weekends. How do I respond? And uh, I depends on, on my personal experience. For my personal experience, I can tell you, I was once working with this uh, boss, and she would send messages at three a.m. And I was a very young little executive then. 
and I wanted to impress her, and I responded at 3 a.m. <laughs> I was yay high, okay? And, uh, <laughs> and, and it, was, it was a bad move. It was because I just kept getting more imagine. and more 3 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Wonderful. I found a soul, a similarly uh, nutty uh, insomniac who shares yeah. my um, propensity Passion to for... work at night. Yeah, you got to watch for... you, you effectively trained her to, to You know what's the worst thing? The worst thing was, after a couple of weeks, uh, one Saturday 3am, she messaged me and I didn't respond. She got upset on a Saturday morning. Why didn't you respond? I can imagine. I you a message. So it's, it's, it becomes it's habit forming. It's, like, it's training, right? It's, it's like training, um, the, training your dog. I was feeding the monster. I was feeding it's the like monster. It's like training your dog. So if, if your dog has a certain behavior, you would give it uh, positive reinforcement. And then the second behavior, and you give it positive reinforcement. And then by the third time, and you don't give it the positive reinforcement, the, the dog feels very betrayed. Same. Yeah. So I you. think your, your, your boss is probably right to be mad at you for not working at 3 a.m. Yeah, I said it, for not working um, at 3 a.m. So what do you do? Okay, so my advice, your advice. Yeah. Someone, uh, my boss keeps sending me I, messages. I think it really depends. Out. It, if it's so the the question here is it keeps sending me so it sounds like it's a habit it sounds like these are um, operational uh, messages as opposed to urgent uh say year-end closing if it's year-end closing nobody's asleep right oh, yeah. the whole finance team is awake and completing all of the tasks following the sun because mm -hmm. uh, asia would be midnight and then and then two hours later it's india and then two hours later it's emia and two hours later it's uk so the whole team stays up and that's fine because you know we do what we need to do uh seasonally but if it's a uh, operational and it's a matter of um me just you know bugging you because i can't sleep i think it's up to you as an individual to figure out whether or not you want to feed this monster don't don't set a precedence uh, and okay. have an adult conversation. I think that's really important. A lot of our clients find it very awkward, challenging, and they don't have the confidence to have such critical conversations. And such conversations can be very, very stressful if you don't prepare for it. So again, if you work with us, we will give you the tools to learn how to engineer such adult conversations because um, I think I think there's a, it's a skill, isn't it? It's not about confrontation. It is, but it yeah. isn't. But it's about having that that vocabulary, the ability, the framework, so that yeah. you can have an adult conversation with the boss about what is what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. And yeah. please don't bang the table and say I demand work life balance because that's not going to work either. <laughs> so In fact, there I you go. Don't know about the term work life balance. Though. Sometimes it's not taken well uh especially especially so, the other party isn't isn't uh, uh adherent to work-life balance logic <laughs> okay so mm -hmm. so uh is there another word to use apart from work-life balance i mean i not saying i value work-life balance is like i don't want to die for the company I I, I, I I don't have the right words because um the 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 language does not fit everyone I have my own um, and, and I'm looking for um, meaningful work uh, that, that, that I can do when I'm at my best. If mm. I'm not at my best, the work is going to 
suffer. But again, it depends on my tone. And I think if you said it, it would sound like I'll be looking at you and given the patriarchy, I'd be like, what's wrong with you? Because you're a man, you're not supposed to have such logic <laughs> or, or you're not supposed to think that way. So everyone would have a different, I guess, phraseology or vocabulary or a set of phrases to so. um, talk about what makes sense in your workspace. And again, it's industry agnostic. It, it could be different depending on what kind of industry you have uh, or what kind of work you have. If you're in finance, I think the language would be slightly different. Please don't use the word work-life balance, I think. Especially, especially in an interview. I don't know. I always but find I think it. it's and okay I, if your boss uses it. Yes. And if your boss goes, we believe in um, giving our people the environment that helps them perform at their best. You tell us what you need. In fact, the, the office has sleep pods for 10-minute <laughs> naps <laughs> after lunch. And then there's a punching bag room where you can take out your frustrations. If you had a negative conversation with customer support, go to the punching bag room. So then the company's great. <laughs> so by all means, use the word work-life balance. I don't know how I walked into that. <laughs> how how did Friday. we get here? <laughs> uh, it's Friday. So no, it's, but I, I've always, oh, wait, wait, wait. I okay, I remember it. now. Everyone's different. How you phrase it's different. How you, how you talk. Like if I give you the words, um, your tone may differ than mine, differ, may yeah. differ from the way I say it. And so, yeah, it's, it's important that you have the, 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 the scaffolding to engage in a critical conversation with your leaders. Yeah. So that, that's, that's so nice. And that's why you're the one with the masters in communications and I don't. So and also because <laughs> I, 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 cannot, I cannot give you a whole repertoire of, here, this is a list of words on how to say no. Otherwise, you can just ask ChatGPT. She's just she. Did oh, I just yes. call ChatGPT? ChatGPT, Chat you did. She's going to give you like, like, like 200 sentences. You feminized to say, her. All this yeah. time, you've used it. That's interesting. Yeah. Let me analyze the psychology. She. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's like, oh, that That's a great one. Um, to all our listeners, uh, if you are looking for vocabulary or you're looking for how do I say whatever, dot, 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 Ask ChatGPT. Mm. I, I think I think the language there is amazing. But, but you have to train ChatGPT. You improve so. your English no, no. skills as well. No, no, yeah, yeah, you got to be careful, uh, because uh, you you have to train GPT. Imagine you are okay, and then you got to you got to put you got to put you got to tell the voice in which, because otherwise they might mistake that uh, ChatGPT might mistake you to be someone like uh, Michael Scott from the Office. <laughs> uh, it's like how how do I say nothing. no? How do I in say the... no to my boss, my unreasonable boss in the voice of Snoop Dogg? And then ChatGPT <laughs> is going to rap. <laughs> going to rap for you. Or uh, in the voice, of, in, in, in the style of uh, Thanos, or whatever it is, and then you've got... Snap. Lots of stuff coming up, snap. Uh, okay, okay, next know, question. Any more questions? Next question. Uh, well, there's one Let's more question one here. One. Let's do one last one, okay? Uh, and this is interesting. How how can I ensure that I'm staying up to date with the latest trends and technologies in my field? Wow. Okay, that's tough because there's so many things you can do. I would start with uh, changing your media diet. <laughs> uh, so your your I, I, I would go with YouTube, and I think certain. I think I think there are Facebook groups 
there are LinkedIn groups and there are YouTube channels that push the latest uh, futuristic thinkings and stuff like that. So if you're looking for what's going on in my market, what's going on in my industry, um, you need to look in your social media. Yeah. Don't, don't waste time yeah, on TikTok or, or, I mean, even on Facebook, right? I mean, there are things that we go to for entertainment, uh, like cat videos that... and dad jokes. Speaking of which, Adrian, I could not, I could not get through the dad jokes you sent me. That video, fifteen minutes of dad jokes. I know, I know, I cannot. But yeah, no, I mean, social media is is helpful. There are so many YouTube channels that I think are underrepresented and underrated. Uh, go look for them. They're they're all there. You know, I wouldn't say social media is. It's a great source. I mean, my opinion is that because even though they are great snippets in there, the distractions in there are so great. It's going to pull you aside. And suddenly, you know, for every good video you watch, there are like 16 cat videos are going to be pulled apart, pulled, pulled aside to watch. <laughs> Possible. So, especially for ADHD people like me with short attention spans, okay? Those are stupid people like me is going to go, hey, squirrel, hey, D. Okay, so for me, what I find most useful, okay, are actually podcasts, especially if there's a podcast in your area. For instance, if you're in cybersecurity, uh, one of the one of the and I'm not in cybersecurity, but I love stories about hacking and everything. There's a very good podcast called Darknet Diaries by Jack Resider, and uh, he interviews hackers. He interviews global 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 hackers. Okay, he talks about uh, how LinkedIn was hacked. He talked about how uh, Russian hackers are working in the Ukraine war, stuff like that. How Ukrainian hackers and and it's interesting. And I and I listen to them to to him when I'm when I'm cycling. Okay. It sounds it uh, sounds uh, scary. It, it sounds like I would be very scared among if, other I, things. if I listen to that. And but you know, I don't know if for technology, like you know, sorry to interrupt, but you know when we talk about hmm. technology, and I think a lot of the podcast might share information. Not all of us listen well. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, not an audio learner. Not, I audio I learner, would yeah. probably go to sleep. I would probably yeah. nap and then, um, of course, I don't cycle, thank goodness, because I might crash. So I don't know if that works for me. I like videos and, and you're right about the distractions. But you, but can't I think watch videos, you, but you can't watch videos when you're painting. Yeah? When you're painting, you can't watch videos, can no, you? No, no, I can't. You but I can, I, can watch, I can watch videos um, for discipline purposes. Like if I can give it, say, 20 minutes. So, uh, so you're asking me to talk about work, right? So if I'm working dedicated. and this is my work day, I would dedicate mm. five minutes to follow, say, a specific YouTube channel that has some very interesting oh, yeah, information yeah, on how to yeah, edit, yeah. Um, on edit and learn how to do editing and some tricks yeah. on how to make better uh, videos. Uh, yeah. For example, if that were my job, and then I'd go to work. Because if, if it was a media diet, it's not the kind of media diet I would I would consume before i sleep because if it's sure. work i won't sleep so sure. i think there's there's that. some discipline to it right and so if i were to mm -hmm. read a heavy book something that is important for my work i won't read it at night before i sleep and, but, and if i'm painting well, the last thing i want to do is listen to the maggie <laughs> podcaster i would yeah. put on some music instead yeah coming. so again but for those of, to each, to each that one, but for those of you who are it, who are the audio type, uh, uh, you know, and if you really want good, great career advice, you can hop on to Spotify where Yen and I, we have our career strategists uh, podcast and you can, we have oh, a good sales pitch. I forgot. All our past year and a half of, uh, of sessions, uh, 
uh, have been uploaded to Spotify. It's been a great hit. We had, lot, we had lots of uh, listeners tuning in uh, to listen as they're going to the gym, you know, and the nicest thing about it is you can choose the topics you want to hear and you can fast forward uh, on 1.5 so you don't have to hear me talking at this speed. You can go... But it's a useful repository for information and uh, very specific topics that we talk about. So it's all there. We have, uh, we're have we up to season four already. So uh, do, do tune in to that. Uh, just to go Spotify and check. I was, the, I the was just record. worried. As you, was, as you were saying, as you were, uh, we shared, as you were pushing the Spotify channel, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, what, uh-huh. what other politically incorrect things have we let slip for the last <laughs> year, two, two, three years? A lot, lots, uh, lots, lots, lots. So you so have to dangerous. look more through all the hours for, to pick up the gems of uh, things that can cancel us. So, Holy cow. Really... <laughs> but you know, yeah. after the end of the day, um, you know, we are here to help you. Yeah. Just to fi- finish on the how do I stay ahead, um, Mm-hmm. In the past, there were these things called trade magazines. They were wonderful. Today, oh, um, everything's kind of online. What magazines are the Gen Z? That <laughs> what a, what a yeah. Mega so so they're, they're, they're actually, they're, they're subscriptions um, that you can get digital format nowadays that feed you with um, news and the latest trends because these um, subscriptions would uh, help keep you up to date. So, so for those subscribe, Gen subscribe Zers, to, magazines to look something like what? this. Okay, paper. I just see color and words. Uh, no, this, this is my son's uh, last year's scholarship guide. Magazine. Okay, for, I, for I, those, I, I the tossed only magazine mine out. Have. Yeah, I know. So anyway. <laughs> I tossed mine out. Why do you still have it? Uh, Why no, do you still have it? it? I use it to put... The, the useful thing about magazines is it's great when you're eating food and you don't want to mess the table up. You... <laughs> You put your food ah, so that's it, it, it the table. <laughs> yes. And at the same time you're being environmentally friendly. So so yeah. I have recycled. Magazine. I have recycled. So so to our listeners out there, uh, uh my daughter's in first year uni and uh, I've tossed that out as well. I've tossed it out. Yeah. I have my so, copy. But okay. Yeah. Oh, so yes, I yes. Um I'm... get get subscriptions because those subscriptions would feed your email and when you go through your email mm. you can choose to trade. read. Um yeah. I think I think Medium is good. Is a good platform for topics that are close to your heart. I mm-hmm. um, I am a subscriber uh, for Medium, and I think there are a whole host of other, I guess, industry relevant um, magazines for one of a better word subscriptions. So that's that's uh, my advice for how do I yeah. stay ahead. Yeah, and okay. if you really want to stay ahead, and if you really want to stay ahead of your career, listen to us, tune in to us, and uh, for every Friday morning, we're here on LinkedIn Live answering your questions, the topic, talking about topics that are of interest to your career and your continued success. And once again, if you are in a career situation where you think that, oh, shucks, I need some perspective. Okay, it's not even asking for help, but you need some perspective. Uh, come back to us. Uh, you can drop us an email at info at careeragility.org. Or if you're in Singapore or anywhere else in the world with access to WhatsApp, it's uh, plus 65-8838-0557. Or you can just drop me a note on LinkedIn and I'm happy to have a yeah. quick discussion with you. That's right. So you can also visit our website if you need more information. We also have all of our blogs. Um, I think there's a bunch of things on our website as well. So yeah, yes, so visit our website. Lovely. In the meantime, right. have a great weekend ahead, everyone, and enjoy and uh, take a good break. Take care, everyone. Bye. Yes. Bye. <laughs> Adios. <laughs>